So was it everything that you expected and it, it would be? It was not as terrible as I thought it would be because I've been reading some not-so-great reviews. But then I'm realizing, I'm like, I don't think these people have watched as many of these types of shows as I have. Well, so I they mean, don't appreciate like the subtle the subtle nuances I mean, that come with putting it together. Ultimately, it's just it's an advertisement. It's a commercial. Yes, that's what it is. It's Most a things are. Yes. Yeah, I know, but I mean, this is like blatantly a commercial, so and that's like, why I respect it even more. That, okay, I want to hear more about it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Uh, first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been going to the funemploymentradio.com slash store, where you can purchase some Fun Employment Radio merchandise Ooh. for the holiday season or any time Whatever, whatever your reason, I really don't care what it is. It doesn't just, need to be for the holidays. It doesn't need to be. Just any darn time you, if, if you're feeling like you need a special treat for the day. Yes. It doesn't have to be for somebody else. It could be for yourself. Treat. Yeah, it could be in spite of the holidays. Whatever the reason mm-hmm. is. Um, just go to funemploymentradio.com slash store. Take a look at our newer merchandise. We've got some sweatshirts. We've got hoodies. We've got shirts. We've got different styles and things that are in there. Some hats. Uh, so a lot of stuff you can take a look at. Uh, so thank cups. you to everybody who does that. Yes, cups. Yes. We, we have cups. I've been hearing rave reviews about our coffee cups and our mason jars. That yes, you can coffee get with the cups logo on the side. And mason jars, mm. both in there, and face masks. We have all of that. Uh, it is Monday, December 14th, 2020, in the year of our oh, apocalypse, with a slight, you know, thing, good things on the horizon. So it's less, oh dear God, today. It's, it's not quite, oh dear God, anymore. That's really optimistic. Well,. I mean, today in particular, for those who are looking at this show, listening to this show for historical purposes, today was the day, anyway, that they started rolling out the vaccine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have not looked been... at the internet all day today, except for what we were talking about. That earlier. is predominant, well, a lot of what's been talked about. They have a whole bunch of video things and a bunch of, like, pomp and circumstances things going on for showcasing people getting the vaccine. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, for COVID-19. So, that's, you know, that's that's good. Um, that's a That's a good thing. So, hopefully... Hopefully, that's a sign of where things are to uh, to come. You know, maybe we'll uh, we'll get this all figured out here at some point. But that's that's where we're at. So uh, anyway, with that, let's talk about because we do have a special guest who's going to be joining us here momentarily. Let's talk about what it is that you wanted to bring up of what you were what you what you watched. Oh yes, I was very excited. I talked about it last week, and like I think I've received this uh, either an email form or being tagged on the internet's. More than any other story, and this was when KFC was uh, pairing up with Lifetime Movie Network, or just, I think, Lifetime, just the channel, to make a Kentucky Fried Chicken-inspired movie starring Mario Lopez called A Recipe for Seduction. A Recipe for Seduction. Yes, and that actually did air, finally. Uh, so it's been, I mean, it is the greatest advertising ever. It was so smart of them to do this. It is very smart. You know, anyone who likes chicken... Might want to watch it. Anyone who Are likes you a chicken, chicken fan? and I'm not a big chicken fan. I mean, I I like chicken. I don't think about chicken. I don't like it's go out your, and buy chicken a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's not your go-to. It's not my go-to. Oh, okay. Um, but Lifetime movies are definitely something that I find very delicious. Yes, and I know. I just, I just said a weird joke. Uh, it's okay. You can. You're doing great. Um, oh, okay, Greg isn't listening. I know you're working on your stuff. All right, so I ended up. I'm literally trying to fix our video while we go through. You can carry it. So anyway. I believe in you. Okay. I believe in you. This is going swimmingly. So there is a show. So it came out yesterday afternoon, and uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it because I was doing some other work. But I did get a chance to see it today because since it was a glorious only 16 minutes long, 
I was able to watch it right before the show, and holy hot dogs, it really lived up to its potential. I will say, I read a lot of things online where people were like, oh, you know, it's kind of, it wasn't like the greatest thing. Of course it's not the greatest thing. It's a Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know, sponsored. Speak to, uh, 16, speak to the people who are hating it. Yeah, it's a Address Kentucky Fried right Chicken now. sponsored 16-minute movie starring Mario Lopez as a sexy version of Colonel Sanders. It was pretty amazing, though, all of the lifetiminess that they were able to squeeze into that 16 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the gay best friend, who also happened to be African American. So they got the double wham lifetime wham. Yeah, let's there. give it. Let's give it a review here for everybody because you are a lifetime movie expert, and it's probably true. more than ninety percent of the people out there, you know your lifetime movies. So there's a lot for so, spoilers for anybody. There may be there some is a, spoilers. There are the spoilers. KFC lifetime movie. A review. recipe for seduction, which you can <laughs> actually watch at mylifetime.com for free. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, I'm doing their work for them. Well, this this is money well. So it has their, every single head. aspect of a lifetime movie that you would agree. So there's like you know there's the beautiful but confused woman who wants to make her family happy because her mother, who you can tell is super evil, and usually they take some time to build up the like be subtle about how evil the mother is. But since they were working with 16 minutes, she goes from mom to evil in like four. Yeah, they just so get her they right, just get right her like there. super evil really quick. Right up there in evil. So right. like evil mom. Uh, there's the the cad who is basically the man that her mother wants her to marry because he has um because he comes from money and they'd be set for life because of course their father left them with nothing and this is a frequent theme of lifetime movies yes okay absolutely try to get the daughter i mean it's also the theme for titanic when she's trying to force rose to you know marry the rich guy this is exactly what titanic is basically no better than a lifetime movie. that is incorrect i'm saying it's very it's that's pretty much what you said titanic is as a Three and a half hour long life. That was movie. the littlest of the storylines of Titanic, but that was a small bit of it. <laughs> and and then, but, are you trying to make me oh mad? Oh my god! How does that make you mad? Do not besmirch Titanic. You literally just made the comparison, and I was agreeing with you. Just because small parts of two things How are does similar doesn't mean that I they're the same. With what you were saying. Anyway. So then there's, but this guy, the bad guy in this one that the mother is trying to force her to marry is some. His name is Billy Garibaldi the Third. Billy Garibaldi the third and he wears like pencil ties and he has an evil laugh and like big white teeth and it's amazing and he's like I want you to marry me but then she did unbeknownst to her her mother has hired uh, a chef from the city to come in and cater their holiday meals and it turns out that it's Harlan Sanders which is, you know, Colonel Sanders played by Mario Lopez. Mm -hmm. And they quickly and deeply fall in love. But then the mother finds out and overhears them that, you know, that that she's telling, her her daughter's telling um, Colonel Sanders her hopes and dreams and ambitions. And he tells her about the secret chicken recipe that's going to launch his career over the top. And he'll never have to worry about anything again because he will have made something of his life. Wow. Yes. So then the mother runs to Billy Garibaldi the third and tells him like, hey, you know what's up? My daughter is like totally like in love with the new chicken chef guy. She's like, but if you can steal his chicken recipe, then you and my daughter can be together. And this is when it comes on when the mother's like super slutty. She's like, because then we can have all the long weekends like we did before. Oh. Yeah. So basically she was saying like they're banging. So she was banging her, her daughter's fiance, like not fiance. We're in the full but, rundown here. Yeah. No, I mean, and then I'm almost over. I mean, that's, this is the whole story. Yeah. And then, you know, and then there's some kidnapping of the gay best friend and then, uh-huh. you know, also kidnapping of Colonel Sanders and then, oh boy. And then everything. And kidnapping is another hallmark of 
Lifetime movie. Totally. And then uh, somebody rescues somebody and somebody ends up in a mental institution. I won't spoil the rest of it for you, but if you have 16 minutes of your life, I'd say go go get it. It wasn't terrible. I mean, it's terrible, but it wasn't boring. Um, I'm taking a look it here. It was just super dumb. Yeah. What, but I mean, that's exactly what it should be, honestly. I'm taking a look here in a uh, live chat for the members of our supporters club, which is uh, at funemploymentradio.com. Uh, where you can join that six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Uh, Rick says, um, well, apparently as a big Mario Lopez fan, said having a totally buff, dashing Latin guy with male model looks play Colonel Sandler- Sanders makes total sense. Uh, it was amazing. He was, and he's just adorable. I mean, come on, we all have eyeballs. Mario, Mario Lopez, Lopez is, is, a, on to his is a good well. looking guy. He's, he's a good looking dude. Yeah. Uh, so it was, which is obviously why they're doing that. And it was funny, too, because it wasn't like, you know, when Will Ferrell tried to do the Lifetime movie and they're playing it straight, but it was like they played it so straight that it wasn't funny. Like this one, they kind of actually still leaned into the Lifetime-iness of it. Gotcha. So it was still, it was it was like an actual Lifetime movie, but super condensed. Like they even did like the one year later, you know, and you're used to waiting for that for two hours, well, at least for me. Is that what you hold on to for two hours? That's like the big Yeah, the big so like what happens in the future, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. They're either dead or they're together. I'll like... make sure to attach uh, where you can watch it uh, okay. online. All right. To this episode. Well, there it is. <laughs> so uh, once again, you know, from our Lifetime Movie Expert, kind of giving you the review of that. For what is it? Recipe for seduction. A, a recipe for seduction. <laughs> recipe for seduction. <laughs> yes. All right. I will. I will watch that. Even I'll even watch that myself. Um, so there we go. I do have to ask you though, looking at it from this standpoint of what they did with KFC with Colonel Sanders and turning him into like a Mario Lopez. Is there anything else that you would want to watch that's like that? You know what I was thinking about that, like brand wise. You know yeah. what I would like? One about Flow from Progressive. Oh, that'd be pretty good. Because what the hell is she doing? Oh my gosh, doing? that's a really good idea. Seriously, and I bet that that's probably in the works right now. Because I had actually been thinking about, I'm like, who would I be curious about? Flow from Progressive would be, that's solid. I would watch a Lifetime movie with Because where did starring, she come from? Yeah, like. Starring her or somebody else playing her and then she's cameoed in it? No, you know that she has like some broke, like she's coming from, you know, she was always told she wasn't good enough or smart enough and like. Yeah, when she was beaten down. No, you get, like, Amy Adams to play her or something. No, but then, like, she finally, like, discovers herself and her love for insurance or something. Yes. Yes. But there's all kinds of, like, she works for a crappy insurance agency at first. And where there's, you know, there's all this lying and, like, fake stuff that goes on. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Mm. That's pretty solid. Because I was actually thinking about that. I'm like, which... But But you would have to get people, you know, playing. I think Amy Adams. You have to get Amy Adams playing Amy Adams playing. Playing flow, and then flow is like a guest, like she makes cameos throughout it, like the actual actress who plays flow. Okay, that's you should pitch that. That's pretty. Oh, solid. Jacob, our um, our friendly Hallmark enthusiast in the chat says, "I can't wait to watch the chicken spiced love story." You are in for a sixteen minute treat, my friend. A delicious treat. A delicious crispy, spicy treat. All right. Well, there we go. So uh, that is Sarah's review of that. That is that is great. All right. Yeah. Oh, it's it's super dumb and super great. We do need because there's something else that you know. You watch that. You're excited about that. I will say there's something else that I have been talking about, along with about nine billion other geeks out there, um, talking about the Disney Plus announcements about the new Marvel series and then the new Star Wars series that are coming out too. They're there's really a lot good. of stuff coming out. I just started a Star Wars. I'm so excited! I started an animated film. I started watching an animated film, and I'm not a big animation person. Oh, boy. Well, it's a big deal. I know. Yeah. I started it today. 
Wow. So you're a junkie for the Star Wars stuff, and I'm just I'm getting grasping at any Wars. lifetime straw I can get. I'm getting real into the Star Wars okay. stuff. Okay. But uh, we have somebody who's an expert on that. He's going to be joining us next. And that is <laughs> Mr. Aaron Duran. Yeah. Aaron Duran coming on the show. So for those of you who are live uh, viewers and listeners, we're going to take a quick break to get him on the line. If you're listening to the podcast, here he is right now. Aaron, do you like KFC chicken? I do, yeah. I mean, sometimes when I'm craving like that fast food chicken, yeah, that's the best one. Is that one of those? Is that one of those things that you can't say ATM machine? Can I say KFC chicken, or do I have to say KF chicken? Or you you could just say KFC. I guess, but I feel like KFC is like all encompassing. Like it's an umbrella. Like KFC. Like when I think of KFC, I think of the biscuits and the gravy and the mashed potatoes. Well, I guess so. I, I guess uh, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, KFC chicken. But now, it, isn't it not Kentucky Fried Chicken anymore? It's actually just KFC. I thought they dropped I think, the... I don't know. I think that's what it is. I think officially it's KFC. Yeah, well, because they try to pretend like it's actually not bad for you. They figure if you just hide the word Kentucky Fried, <laughs> then it stops being bad for you. It's trickery, I tell you. Yeah, that's and smart. Sarah, I think the proper way to say it, so it doesn't sound repetitive, like ATM machine, mm-hmm. is I like getting chicken from KFC. <gasps> Oh, you reworded. I like yeah, that. Yeah, you put yeah, put the noun first. Chicken from unto KFC. Therefore. Chicken from KFC. I like. Oh mm-hmm. well, now I want. Now we've ta- we were just talking about. Well, this is just bringing Aaron on right now. Fuck me now, Aaron Duran. Yes. Um, <laughs> hi, Aaron. <laughs> well, we were, I love fried foods. Bring on Aaron. <laughs> honestly, we were just talking about. I just finished watching right before the show uh, the KFC Lifetime movie that came out yesterday called A Recipe for Seduction. <laughs> it was hilariously. Uh, terribly wonderful, actually. It was, was it as terrible and great as you expected it to be? It was so much better than I thought it was because I saw people, you know, besmirching it online. There was like, oh, yeah, it was just super dumb. And then when I was watching, it, I'm like, this has every element of any Lifetime movie. It's excellently done, and they did it in 16 minutes and hit most of the points. Like, I, so I don't know what these people are talking about. It was fantastic, and it's free online. It- yeah. If anything, does it make you wish that regular Lifetime movie script writers were a bit more succinct in their storytelling? It was honestly so succinct, <laughs> and it really did hit all the plot points. I'm like, oh, my God, there is so much filler in Lifetime movies because it's still like, oh, like, you know, there are like these moral struggles. There's none of that. They just went like the bad people are the bad people. You know, good girl sees hot Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders. Like, I'm in love. And then like, oh, no, you know, the bad you know, guy tries to murder. It's just so it's- it was great. So, so it's like the mammoth of Lifetime movies, like get in as late as you can, leave as quick as you can, tell the story and credits. Yep, that was exactly it. But also there has to be like a flash forward sequence at the end, like, and, you know, of course, the one year later, which I am a sucker for. I'm always like, like when they You're do that. You always like the one year later, huh? I do. That's I don't the, know. I like to see like the establishment because it's, it's such a cop. Is that something that every Lifetime movie has? A lot of them do, but it's kind of a cop out because it's like, you know, we don't have to really end it here because it's like, and then... One year later, let's see who's in the mental. Is it always, like always at the wedding, or is it, do they have like a little kid running around? It's usually a wedding or a baby. Screen goes to black, where it says one year later, and then somebody is I, somebody is usually, most likely, always eighty five percent of the time in a mental institution. Okay, that is always usually what it is. <laughs> somebody's in a mental institution, correct? And then is somebody? I feel like that's the, usually the thing that to establish, like, oh, look, they're together because they have like a kid or something. Or they're or they're at like a wedding. Oh yeah, they're. But perhaps I'm wrong. I they not can do that expert. the one year later with the with yeah. the wedding and as she's well. She's pregnant. Like oh my gosh, we're starting our family together. Uh, I think Final Destination Five did that gimmick too. Like the main character survives, and then they do a one year later title card, and you literally see them lighting their barbecue, and it blows up, and then it goes to credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Which one was that one? Was that the one that wasn't the racing one? Was it? 
Or was I, that... I mean, after the first one, they're all garbage. And the first one's just... The first one's fun because we hadn't seen that before, but then Whoa. it just went all downhill. The first one scared the shit out of me. Like, I, I'm trip? so... No, that one's the one with the plane crash. That was also, I think, where... That is what I think about whenever I'm on an airplane. You think yeah. about Final Destination? I mean, yes, you could never I'm leave not the alone. house if Final Destination. No, because when I'm in the when I'm in the airport before it, and I start whenever I'm leaving on a jet plane comes in my head, I'm like, oh fuck, should I get on the plane? I don't know if I should. I always think about the one. Is it the roller coaster where they're like? Yeah, there was the they're like beheaded, aren't they? What is it, Aaron? It's like uh, first one plane, second one log truck. Yeah, yeah log, log truck, truck yeah. which was. A very real yeah. fear that I used to have where I grew up because it was all, there were log trucks everywhere. Yep, well, I didn't realize actually now that you bring that up how much I actually think about Final Destination in my day to day life. <laughs> so I was going to say that's another thing that you you're that is another of fear trucks. of mine is log trucks that they're going to pop my head off. Yeah, and then I think number three was the roller coaster. I, I know there was a roller coaster. There was a race. There was a bridge. A bridge that collapses. There was a uh, like a race car one, and then a roller coaster. Those are really the worst movies for you because you have <laughs> such anxiety anyway about the world. It's all of your fears, it's it's like, all of my fears, like, and yet you watch these things, and then you just get more and more paranoid about stuff. I'm wondering if there's a connection that could be made between those things. That is true because I actually avoid movies that have a lot of money. It's like you're never going to catch me watching the Spider Channel. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. You no, actively like a- seek out these things. Yeah, I can to some degree. I mean, I think these are things that I that are like a, like kind of more distant. I'm not distant. I don't know. Like like really realistic, like grisly murder stuff, and everything. like I can't stomach that. Stuff. I don't like that. I don't like, like gore porn. Like stuff. yeah, I have so many friends that watch. You know, like all of the you know 2020. You know, like she was stalked and murdered, and you know, gutted in her house. I'm That's like, Jesus real. Fuck. Yeah, I don't want to watch. Which that is stuff. popular with. A, I mean, a lot of people love the real real murder stuff, mm-hmm. true crime yeah. or whatever. I'm, I like true crime, but not with, like, serial killers and murderers, and I'm not into that one as much. Yeah. Wait, so, Aaron, have, is, have you watched, is arachnophobia, like, super terrifying to you? Um, It was the very first time, but now, I mean, I kind of know where all the scares are now, so they don't, they don't get to me anymore. And as much as I like that movie, like, that last 15 minutes is so ridiculous <laughs> with the weird giant animatronic, like, whatever, king or queen spider. It's like, oh, man, that's just... Oh, I forgot about that. Wait, so real yeah. quick, which spider scene is scarier for you in the shower or in the tub of popcorn? Or the, or the slipper? I'm remembering this. See, for me at the time when it came out, I actually played football in high school, so it was the football helmet. I don't remember it well enough to to remember each one of those scenes. I think scenes. Greg's would be the slipper because he always, you always shake. The, yeah. The football oh. helmet and then quickly followed by the shower. The shower. I remember the shower. I used to wash my hair with my eyes open for months after that and just melt with <laughs> Me too. Between yeah, I was like, that, it doesn't matter. Yes. I'm burning, but the spiders won't get me. That was it. Between will... that, between the spider scene. Sorry, real quick. Between the spider scene of that and Pennywise from it pulling open the shower drain, I could not keep my eyes closed in the shower. I was always afraid that either a clown was going to come out of the drain or a spider. I will say, there's a... you don't shower every day. You yeah. could get eaten. I know, right? That's true. It's dangerous. I mean, I there's a spider in my shower probably once every two weeks. Ooh. Guaranteed. There's a spider of some kind in there. Like, there's just a lot of spiders around. I don't care. They, it doesn't bother me that much. They're usually not, like, What if they drop down into ones. your hair? Oh, well, that, yeah, that would suck. But there's, that's why I always have my head under the water. That way they can't land. They can't stay on there. If you're, if you're always under the water, there's, you know, you're going to defend. You're probably going to hit one of the webs as they come down. 
and uh, and technically you'd be safe. Oh, that's no, a, logically that's how, that's how work. I'm working that out of my head. Yeah. Go ahead, keep that. <laughs> yes, I know that works. See, that way you're safe. Um, yeah. I don't know where we're going with all this. Well, I, we were going to talk about because I was talking about how enthusiastic I was about the Lifetime movie, and then. Uh, Greg was talking about how you two were both kind of going back and forth uh, yeah. on, what was it, Friday? Uh, Thursday. Or Thursday. Big announcement when Disney, day? When Disney was making their yeah. announcements. On Disney Day. Their nine, I mean, I will say I did not expect that they were going to announce so much that they did. Just for context, it was like 10 Star Wars series of movies, 10 Marvel series of movies, and then like 15 Pixar, 15 Disney. 15 original Disney Pixar stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then National Geographic, too, has their own things coming out. And on top of that, you've got, I don't know where these fall in the whole gamut of things, but you've got Willow, which is getting a sequel. Wait, is it a sequel or is it a series? It's a sequel where oh. Willow is now Willow is now the main wizard of the realm because remember he ends with getting all the power. Yes. Basically. Oh man, I need to watch that again. And it's worked. Yeah, yeah. Back. So, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was saying yeah. So it's a sequel. It's him now as the as the high wizard of that realm now. Wow. So awesome. And Ron so, Howard's yeah. doing it too, right? I think. I think so, and I think his daughter might be helping a little bit too because she's becoming quite the director also. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, all right, so uh, Willow's on Amazon Prime, because I, I haven't watched that in so... Oh, with Val Kilmer, too. I actually I haven't watched it that. in so long, either. It's been it's been a long time, but um, but now that it's coming back, I've got to revisit it all, and... Yeah. I feel yeah. like we all should have a Willow watch-along party. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. totally done with that. Yeah, Man, I haven't again. seen Willow since... You I haven't seen great. Willow probably since <laughs> junior high, since it came out. Yeah, it's... I watched it... Me and my roommate in college became obsessed with it for a while, uh, and we watched we watched Willow, and then he kept calling me Peck, which he thought was hilarious. So, so we did we watched that quite a bit. Wait, which one is Peck? Well, Willow is a Peck, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you are kind of Hobbit, like you know that, right? That's that. That was the insinuation. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was talking about your strong German legs. <laughs> I think wasn't it Willow's the Peck? Maybe I'm wrong yeah, about was, that. Yeah, Peck. Don't yeah. call me Peck. Don't call me Peck. I just yeah. found it. Yeah. yeah. I just found a name that says, good. stop calling me Peck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Dane, my roommate, who was a very tall dude, used to call me Peck. Um, my favorite were the brownies. <laughs> what were the brownies? Who were the brownies? They're tiny. They were tiny mm. little, like, fairy figures. Yes. And um, they were like... But Kevin Kevin Pollock and Rick Overton were the were the brownies. And that's right. Yes. And didn't they like, weren't they like stealing food all the time or something like that? I don't, I, I have trying, no recollection of it at all. I just remember Val Kilmer and yeah, Warwick Davis. Yeah. <laughs> so Willow though, that, I mean, that's awesome. That's coming back. I'm, it's either going to be great or terrible, but the fact that Warwick Davis is in it and if. And he's you know, so self-aware, like he's still, he's yeah, hilarious. I got to think they're not going to, I mean, the thing is they could really do anything with that because it's so kind of outlandish anyway yeah yeah well and you know considering it was a lucasfilm project the idea that there was probably a ton of notes like lucasfilm he never just like okay i've got an idea for one movie he always builds worlds and picks some of the best stories and all right i'm gonna tell this story first so there's probably a bunch of like world writing on willow there yeah i bet there is so i mean that's another one that could spawn Uh, a series that's cool is this so 
you both know better than I do. Is this all happening next year? Or is this like a layout within the next few years? Next few years. Okay. All this yeah. stuff's going to come out. Because there's Willow. The, and then before we even talk about Star Wars and Marvel, like Indiana Jones 5, which that's been talked ugh. about for a while. <laughs> but now it's officially coming out. Harrison yeah, Aaron, Ford's going to be 80 something <laughs> when that thing comes he's out. Gonna be, he's going to be 80 when they start filming. And I'm like, oh, come on. Uh, and the thing with that, too, is they, because 4 was so bad. And they just so kind bad. of tanked the so whole, bad. you know, air. Unless Shia LaBeouf comes back, but I kind of doubt that. Oh, he's, he's having a, some oh, he's in all issues. Kinds of trouble. Especially yeah. right now. I don't think he's coming back. Yeah, yeah I think that that so might not like, be happening ever. That whole storyline, which is where they could have done it, had the successor in a bunch of movies, that's out. So it's like, what do, you, what do they do with it? I mean, is it just the ending? Like, Indiana Jones dies and that's it? Oh, Jesus, that's horrible. Well, it's got to end well, he somehow. Can't die be- oh. He can't die because the young Indiana... I'm going to push my glasses up. The young Indiana Jones Chronicles are canon, and he survives up until ripe old age in that because it's him telling stories of when he was a kid. <laughs> I did love those Chronicles. I haven't seen them since they came out originally. Uh, okay. So if you can, you can find the DVDs of them. They recut the viewing order so that it makes way more sense now okay. than how they aired them as like an anthology series. Yeah, because that was uh, – what's his name? Who, who played him? Um I can't remember the guy's name. I can picture it now. I, I used to love that series. Uh, so yeah, it was. Um, I can't remember it. Uh, he's one of those guys where he was really big back then, and then he kind of you don't see him in. Yeah, he was huge anymore. in the early '90s, kind of. Yeah, actor. yeah, big. big <laughs> oh, gee, Sean Patrick Flannery was that's young it. Indiana Jones. Yes. Oh, yes, he well, was was teenage Indiana Jones because there was also Corey Carrier who was little kid Indiana Jones because they had two, and then. Um, uh, River Phoenix was well, of course. young Indiana yeah. Jones, yeah, in the in the yeah, in Last Crusade, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was so dreamy. River Phoenix. Oh yeah. R.I.P. Yes. <laughs> the bummer is that like Harrison Ford's too old to do it, but I want an Indiana Jones movie during World War II where he's still trying to find artifacts. Yeah. And with the timeline, you could totally have him meet up with like an eighteen-year-old short round who now works for the Chinese Secret Service trying to fight the Axis powers. Oh, yeah. short round would be a good. Spin-off. That's good. Yeah, he'd be like eighteen in World War Two. Well, China he, they didn't bring him back for four. Allies. Did they? They didn't have short round in four. No, no. See, why not? Why wouldn't you bring short round? Back? Yeah, uh, probably because it was a bad call to make that movie. <laughs> so, no, do you think if they brought someone in to play, you know, Indiana Jones in this new one, and it's not Harrison Ford, do you think it would be best played by somebody who's already an established actor, or somebody you know where you could be distracted by them, or somebody who maybe isn't that well known that could play the part like pretty I don't, well? I think you either. I mean, you can't replace him. <sighs> You would have to do like a young Indiana Jones series. You can't have like an, another actor who's like somewhere near his age right now because wait because Harrison was, Ford is Indiana Jones. Was Shia LaBeouf his son? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. Was his son yeah. and uh, Mary Mary Ann Ravenswood? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, this is super meta. But if you're gonna recast Harrison Ford for another like. Say you're going to tell like a mid-story Indiana Jones movie. So yeah, b- before Indiana Jones 4 or whatever. I mean, you go super meta and you just cast Alden Einrich, uh, Einrich oh, again. Oh, yeah. Because he played solo. Like, all right. I mean, okay. Yeah. I mean, his whole career is just playing young Harrison Ford. Just playing young Harrison Ford. <laughs> just follow him around. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's worse things to have your career based on. Yeah, you could go him. And Chris you know, Pratt's one another one there when he keeps bringing up. Someone once photoshopped Chris Pratt in the outfit, and he looked really good. Yeah. 
Chris Pratt, I could see. Like, if they had cast him as the kid in four, it'd make way more sense now to just do a Chris Pratt spinoff. But then now Chris Pratt does everything. So it's kind of. Yeah, I mean. It's like, how many things can he be? Because Aaron and I had actually talked about this before. Because it's like, because it almost feels like Chris Pratt has played Indiana Jones with his Guardians of the Galaxy role. Because he's like Indiana Jones in space. Well, that and Pretty Jurassic much. Park. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He kind of already is Indiana Jones. I don't know. I'd have, yeah, I'd have. I mean, regardless, I'm excited. I, I'll, I'll watch the hell out of it. Oh, I'll def, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna watch it, hundred percent. They've oh, got yeah. my money. Like, I, there's no doubt about that. But um, okay, so you got those two. But then now talking about the Star Wars side of things, <sighs> man, that's a lot of Star Wars that's coming out. It's a lot of Star and, Wars. Aaron, I want to know your thoughts on it on all of these. I mean, the Ahsoka Tano okay. one. It sounds. And this is going to get super nerdy. So if you're not watching The Mandalorian... Um, That's okay. I'm just going to check my email. Star Wars. Well, you've seen this episode <laughs> of The Mandalorian with Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. She was uh, great. And she is. She's great at Are everything. those little thingies, are those hair or are they like part of her head? Uh, they're part of her head. Her yeah. tentacles. The floppy it's things? Race. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Rosario Dawson's good in pretty much everything she's ever done. Like, I'm, I've, yeah. I've struggled to think of where I've been like... Oh, Rosario Dawson's Poorly in it. Poorly cast. That sucks. Yeah. Next. She's <laughs> terrible. Like, I, I can't think of a time that's ever happened. Um, can Okay, sorry. Wait, is it a spoiler? Well, it's a spoiler from like three weeks ago. And they just made an announcement. Disney's made an announcement about it. So it's... Yeah, yeah if you I someone mean, didn't realize that Rosario Dawson was playing Ahsoka in The Mandalorian, you've somehow stayed off the internet for like nine months. Yeah, I don't know how... how you could avoid that one. But if you did, good for you. If you didn't, sorry. Um, you'd have to be like away from Twitter to do that. Okay. Yeah. But you, if you're just hearing it, you still haven't seen it. And when you see it, it's awesome. So. Yeah. yeah I mean, saying she's in it doesn't change the story at all. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, all right. So going from there. Yeah. So they've got that. You've got that for a spinoff. You've got the, uh, what is it? The, the Rangers of the New Republic. Right. So. So there's that. And then so those three are going to be connected. Mandalorian, Ahsoka, and the Rangers are all going to be within the same time period. Yes. So then, yeah. then they're all going to be up. Yeah, it's a, like a crossover thing. Oh, interesting. So three different series. And then you have Obi-Wan Kenobi, which, again, we already knew that was going to be a series. But Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader. That's that's That I can't, I can't figure out because, I mean, he's a relatively tall guy. But, like, why bother casting if he's going to be in the suit? It's not going to be his voice. Yeah, that's. I was wondering the same thing. It's got to be just because they're going to do, either they're going to like change that aspect of Darth Vader. Like all of a sudden, for a while, he's got his normal voice instead. No of way, James Earl Jones, or or he's like maybe he's taking his helmet off a lot. Or they're going to have can't. To... He'll die without it. Yeah. See, that's what I don't. <laughs> I know. My, my gut right? tells me. My gut tells me flashbacks. Mm-hmm, just a whole lot of flashbacks. Oh, that makes imagine. more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the only way that you could do it. Well, then I know that there's a billion Star Wars things, but I also know, I was hearing about this, and then actually, sorry, I talked to Aaron about this because I'm a big fan, of, as big of a fan of a Joshua Jackson fan as I am, that they're redoing Mighty Ducks. Oh, yes, they are. I don't know if and Joshua Jackson's Jackson yeah, I don't think he's it. in it, but I would... But, they're, but, not, they're not redoing it, it's a sequel. Okay, yeah. so it's a it's sequel, a, so is it a, a, it's a series or a movie? It. Series. Oh, my God. It'll probably be like a 10 to 13 episode series on Disney Plus where like now the Mighty Ducks have become so popular 
like, you know, because there's the actual NHL team. And then in Anaheim, like, like a high school version is like the suit, like everyone wants to send their kids to that school so they can play on the Mighty Ducks. Cause you can become like a, you, if you play on the high school team of the Ducks, you are like, there's always reporters. Uh, so there's always these talent agents and this, and the, um, I forgot the actress who's playing the mom in this. Um, oh, was she the like original her, mom? Or I guess no, that wouldn't no, make um, sense. Uh, this is riveting. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We'll put it, we'll splice it back in. <laughs> we'll say her name yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, Lauren Graham. Yeah, Lauren, Graham? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lauren Graham plays the mom and like her kid is not good. So they kick him off the team and her, and this is all in the trailer on the announcement. She's like, can't kids just do this for fun? And they're all like, no. If you want to play for fun, go play for a dirt team. So she goes to this really like rinky-dink ice skate rink and she walks in on Emilio Estevez and he says, hey, if you're trying to meet the coach, you have to come back tomorrow. I'm just a Zamboni driver. She's like, no, I want to talk to you. And then it starts cutting scenes of reforming the Mighty Ducks. Emilio! (laughs) (laughs) I watched the Mighty Ducks when it came out originally and I haven't since then or any of the sequels or however many different ones they've made of it. So to me, it's not as big of a thing, but maybe I need to go back and watch the original. Oh, it's a fun Uh, movie. Oh no, I remember it being a lot of fun. And there's a, there's a, there's an age group where like the Mighty Ducks is their thing. Mm. It's like Like our friend Mikey Nielsen, you bring up Mighty Ducks and he will go on for hours, knows every movie, every character, (laughs) the spinoff cartoon, everything. Is it, is it like their version of the, the Goonies, like somebody's version of. I mean, like that on kind of. I mean, as like yeah, the, you know, the scrappy, you know, up, you know, up and comers yeah, who yeah. are just like trying to prove themselves while like. Right. That's why I'm kind of thinking of it as a Goonies aspect. That could, I could see that in like a spirit kind of way. Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, The yeah. reason why, yeah. So I uh, have talked about this. I am currently uh, halfway through Dawson's Creek. But what's funny about Dawson's, okay, Dawson's Creek is terrible, by the way. But also Joshua Jackson, who was in the original Mighty Ducks, is in that. And they actually make. Not one, but like a few references to Mighty Ducks in the show, which is kind of hilarious. Like Joshua, like they'll be watching a movie and Joshua Jackson's like, I don't know. I heard that the pretty cool things about that movie, about those hockey playing like duck, you know, duck people. I think that we should watch that one. I'm like, this is amazing. Wow. That was all. That was my Joshua Jackson story. Would you watch a reboot of Dawson's Creek? Fuck yes! <laughs> you know they are doing a reboot far. of Dawson's Creek. I think they're Wait, doing they a. I think they're doing a reunion either episode or something. But I don't know how they're going to do it because I won't say who. But one of them dies at the end, and they already had re, they've recast Dawson? this person. And I'm like, how? But they fucking died. What's going on here? So I don't know. Somebody hey. dies in Dawson's Creek. <laughs> they do. I'm not going to say who. Huh. Did they drown? Please tell me they drowned. They did not drown. Oh, oh somebody does drown like... in Dawson's Creek, but it wasn't one of the main characters, and that was in like the second season. Spoilers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sarah, I've been this. saving that mm-hmm. one to watch. <laughs> Give me your thoughts on this. Yes. We reboot Dawson's Creek, but with vampires. <laughs> God. Oh. Or they make it, it dark. Like, I would like watch Riverdale. it if they made it. I mean, because that's basically what, like, True Blood, <laughs> but it's in, you know, wherever they are. They're in Massachusetts or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Just because there's, like, a lot of swamp. There's a creek. There's yeah. swamps. Yeah. There's a bayou. Oh, boy. It is, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could put Skunk Ape in it. <laughs> I would probably yeah. watch that. All right. Um, not, actually, True Blood's the only vampire thing I've ever really been into. Which they're also about to uh, reboot. They Are they really? What? Uh huh. They said HBO's uh, 
is in pre-production to reboot True Blood. Stop it with the same characters or with the no. with different no, characters. All new cast. All new cast. Oh gosh. Okay. Totally random. But this I can say this now because I no longer work for the company. But I had an interview in the bank that was supposed to air for uh, for Digital Trends, previous company I worked for, and then we got canned before it aired. But I interviewed Jason Stackhouse, like the actor, <gasps> about his oh my about god, his new movie. He was he was awesome. Super so Jason nice guy. Stackhouse, in case anyone doesn't know, is Sucky's brother. Yeah, uh, Ryan Quantin. Yeah, yeah. And I asked him about uh, True Blood if he would ever want to get back together, you know, to do something. And his answer was basically, "Fuck yeah, I would." <laughs> like he, he was well, yeah. totally. He's like, I loved all those people. He's Australian. It's like he's like, yeah, they were some of my best friends. I'm like, yes, I'd do it. And, oh, yeah, that's awesome. mites. Yeah, and then it'll never air. So. Well, I mean, it was like the like the hugest phenomenon when it was going on. It was so dumb and so glorious, and I just. I loved that show. That was one of those ones I looked forward to. I think it was Sundays. Yeah, like every Sunday for the new episode. I still have an empty bottle of True Blood that somebody gave me, like on my shelf. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Flavored. Yeah, it was like this pomegranate flavored, and it's like the exact bottles from from the show. And my buddy, AJ, was a super fan, and so we would go over to his house and watch it, and we'd like mix like the pomegranate and vodka and watch True Blood out of, or drink True Blood out of our bottles that's nerdy oh it was so nerdy <laughs> oh, that's so nerdy um, it was so nerdy i also have a can of brondo that i have never opened so what is that from uh the what's the idiocracy oh okay yeah gotcha. oh that's so I just have, cool too yeah i just have multiple beverages from different multiple old beverages video yeah from different <laughs> things all, all right. right um well aaron is there anything else that is coming up that that we missed that you are super looking forward to? Well, okay, yeah. Wait, what? Well, there's something else I want to talk about. Oh, Jesus, all right. But, uh, uh, I mean, stuff. I mean, I don't know how much Greg went into like all the different Marvel stuff coming down the pipeline. That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh, because there's a ton of things from Marvel, too. And like a really cool... It's basically confirmed when they announce the casting, but you want to get to it, Greg. I can jump in when we get to... Spider-Man? Uh, the Fal- Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yep. <laughs> yes. Let's. I mean, we can jump straight to. I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier, awesome. Um, WandaVision, I still don't quite get, but I imagine that's one of those. Once I start watching it, I'll be like, oh, okay. Oh, it. Okay, I can tell you some things about it because that's bringing in the multiverse, right? Yeah. Well, um, kind of. So, WandaVision is what's going to kick off all the Phase Four stuff because WandaVision is going to be the first Marvel thing post Avengers Endgame. Yep. And she's gonna, and her ability is to change reality. So she's gonna start breaking things because uh, the actress has gone out to say, and she's like, "I'm not the good guy in this show." She's like, "I'm not evil, but I'm also not the one you're gonna be wanting to root for when it's all over," because she's gonna fuck everything up. Um, I also think this is how we get mutants into mm-hmm. the proper MCU. I think she's why we're able to finally get Fantastic Four. She's gonna kind of blow the doors open because then I think the next movie is. I don't know if it's Spider-Man 3 or uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange. It's right. Doctor okay. Str- in, in chronological, because there's still, like, Black Widow, but I don't know what they're going to do with that. But Doctor Strange, I think, is yeah. March 2020 or 2021. 2020. Ooh, boy. Um, That's a lot. Oh, man. I didn't think they even started filming it yet. Wait. No, I'm sorry. I'm a whole year off by that. Yeah. Never mind. Twi- I'm it's 2022 is when we're going to get all these. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because um, remember, filming stopped for like a year. Like, no one's done anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was originally supposed to be 2021. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what's, what's the next one is then that, that it'll be. 
So right. yeah, but that's what's going to kick all of that off. But first, we're going to get we're going to get WandaVision, and then I think the Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney Plus follows right after that. Okay. Oh wow! Awesome. Um, yes, and then Black Widow, then Loki series, then Shang Chi is late July of this year. Then the Eternals, yeah. then Spider Man three, supposedly at the end of next year. Right. And yeah. That's the one. <laughs> I am so excited about Spider-Man 3 because of what they're talking about. I want to know Aaron's opinion on this. So here's the idea. And this is what has been tossed around is that they're going to, since it's going to be a multiverse, they're going to bring in Tobey Maguire, Tobey Maguire's mm-hmm. Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, Doc Ock from uh, the original one. You've got uh, Kirsten Dunst is going to come back as Mary Jane. Like they're going to have all these different oh, wow. Spider-Men all converging into one. Yeah, one so many Spider Man, a whole bunch of Spider Man. What do you think about that? And Keaton's going to come back. Keaton gets to play a character in two different universe, in two different companies now. That's right, the Vulture. Yeah, yeah so he's going to be back. Mm-hmm. Which Michael Keaton's awesome, no matter what he does. Um, Wait, so he plays the the Vulture? Yeah, he's in the first the first of the new Spider Man movies. He's, he's the villain in the first Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Should we watch it? It's yeah, a really he has- good movie. And he has that terrifying scene in the limo when he basically knows that that, that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. When they go to the party, he drops his daughter off, and he's like, let me talk to you for a minute. And, like, basically, like, threatens, like, I can't hurt you, but I can hurt your family. Oh. Like, he is chilling in it. He's so good. Yeah. Oh, I do love me some Michael awesome. Keaton. Um, so, what? I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. If they can pull that off to have them all back in there. Wait, no, so- it's super cool. And Alfred Molina was one of my favorite Doc Ox villains ever. He was fantastic in that movie. So. Yeah. I think I know who you're talking. He's the older gentleman, right? Now. Alfred oh. Molina? Yeah. He's a little older now. You oh, wait. Probably- no, that's not what I'm thinking. Okay, yeah. You probably first saw him in Raiders of the Lost Ark. <gasps> yes! Oh, He's my gosh. The, uh, throw me the idol. I'll throw you the whip. Yeah. yeah. That's him. Oh, holy crap. Yeah, he's I Dr. like his Octopus. face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's a really good villain. Oh, well, I'm going to have to watch that. And the, wait, weren't you um, guys saying that Batman's kind of doing the same thing? Aren't they going to bring back all the... I'm not as well-versed in that one, uh, but I did see that Michael Keaton's going to come back as Batman again. Is that right? Yeah. So, yeah, on the Warner Brothers DC side, there's a movie coming out called, the, uh, called uh, Flashpoint. And in the comics, Flashpoint was this event that evolved around the Flash that when he did it, it broke up the universes and coalesced them all into one timeline and it made a huge fucking mess. <laughs> but during the time of Flashpoint, different characters from different eras were showing up in the story. So I think what Flashpoint's going to do is it's going to realign all the Warner DC movies into a cohesive timeline that kind of makes sense. But they got Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, and Christian Bale to all sign on to play their versions of Batman from the show, from yes. their movies. Do the, are they going to be wearing their cool. respective Batman costumes? A.K.A. will George Clooney be wearing his rubber nipples? They haven't confirmed Clooney. Okay. Um, I bet they leave Clooney out of it. Yes. That one was so... Those ones were so bad. No, oh, and I want yeah, them to bring back awful. Chris O'Donnell. Come on. Ugh. I mean, I know he wasn't Batman, but yeah, those were terrible. Terrible. Yeah, they're awful. I know. But, you know, George Clooney himself, I mean, there's some... He he probably doesn't want to revisit it, but there's some you know name value there. Well, yeah, there is. But I mean, <laughs> even he's talking other, about how bad the nipples were. The other rumor is that Flashpoint is also going to have Gal Gadot and Linda Carter show up. Oh, that's oh, cool. Wow, Linda Carter. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Linda like Carter that. still looks good. She's in. She plays the president in the Supergirl TV series. Craig is doing, furiously doing googling fine. right Linda now. Linda Carter. <laughs> 
I mean, I love the series, like the television series Wonder Woman when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, she looks yeah. fantastic. This is great. It was so good. <laughs> I loved it. It was just fantastic. I wasn't at all obsessed with looking at her breasts. <laughs> I was a little too young to understand when it was when I watched it, like what it was, but I did know that I liked looking at her. Badass woman power. <laughs> yeah. That, that is hard to argue. <laughs> I, did, I did enjoy. I just didn't quite understand why. <laughs> that's um, right. But yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, and we have been talking about a lot of other people's projects. Aaron, I know that you've been busy doing a bunch of stuff. So tell us, tell us, oh, Aaron Duran, what have you been up to during this trying time? <laughs> I have been doing, as best as I can, I have been doing a lot of writing. Um, yeah. I'm still in that a really annoying spot where I can't announce anything. Uh, but there are potentially two books and a script. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, one's, one is a lock. Like one I have signed contracts. I just can't can't say anything. Mm-hmm. So, But you'll be seeing annoyingly a lot more of my name next year and into 2022. Nice. Well, congratulations for whatever it is. That's amazing. <laughs> whatever it is that you're doing that you can't tell us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys know how it is. Anything in media like that, it's like, don't you can't say a damn thing until we let you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you don't want to fuck it up. No, oh, yeah, you're like, you want to fuck it up. Yeah, because you want to tell people, but it's like, no. And it's like, for real, like, you can't or else you are screwed. Can't fuck it up. Yeah, there's a few people really close to me who know. Like, obviously, there's a few, obviously. But like I told them, I said, if this shows up anywhere, I'm going to assume you leaked it. Like, that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> if I read it, it's your fault. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But but that's awesome, though, that things are in the works. Yeah, it's good. It will be a, it will be a nice way after this last year. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I know on the home front, you and your wife have just been just like creating up a storm, like (laughs) making all kinds. I've been lucky enough to be able to sample a couple of uh, Aaron's different brewery brewing projects. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like all sort like like between him and and Jen, you guys can make pretty much anything. So it's pretty Yeah, we joke that we're like a medieval village all on our own. (laughs) I believe that's pretty good. It's pretty impressive. Awesome. Well, cool. Do you have any place, um, Aaron, where should folks write to you or, you know, follow you? Well, of course, you have Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Yes. Yeah. You know, honestly, the best way if you want to email me is just geekinthecity at Gmail or, I mean, it's the most, like, like, you know, blatant brand name ever. Now, if you just type in Geek in the City, like, I show up eventually. So, (laughs) you know, so that's literally the... I mean, if you want to see the fun stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at iGeekInTheCity, at, just at Geek in the City. You can follow me on Twitter, but I'm often angry there. <laughs> so you, if or you want I'm happy drunk. Aaron, go to Instagram. <laughs> yeah, if you want happy Aaron, go to Instagram. But every once in a while, you'll get late night like movie-watching, live-tweeting drunk Aaron on Twitter. So you never know when that's going to happen. Oh, I like it. It's kind of a gamble. <laughs> you ever see me post something like, well, it's midnight, and I've cracked open this bottle of whiskey. I'm going to watch John Wick 2. Who wants to watch with me? Okay, <laughs> that's a lot of like amazing. I love getting shot in the face right here. Oh, <laughs> a lot of that. Okay, good. I'm glad to know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yes, lots of ways. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us. And yeah. Seriously, thank, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, I've been wanting to nerd out about this stuff. So, oh yeah, I know. I figured you needed someone to bounce nerd stuff off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a few minutes there when I wasn't at all sure what y'all were talking about. So. I read today they they talked more about the Acolyte, the other Star Wars show. I didn't catch up on that. I'll be looking that up as soon as we're done. <laughs> oh my God, Greg almost yeah. knocked over the computer. He's like, I want to know more the, about that. Yeah, during the fall of during the end times of the High Republic, I think it's all about how like the Sith begin to corrupt certain yeah. Jedi. Yeah, I love the Sith. I like the battles. 
Oh, boy. Bad guy fan. Um, okay. Awesome. Oh, Aaron, real quick. Do, uh, do you have any anyone coming up on Geek in the City tomorrow? Oh, geez, yeah. Tomorrow we're going to be talking with David Walker. Nice. Oh, awesome. Dude, he's killing um, it. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I know. This has been December. We've been kind of like collecting all of our favorite guests. Like we started with RevNat. Uh, actually, we have a supplemental on the site right now. We entered Noah Aberback Katz, who, if you've been watching Star Trek Discovery, he plays the Andorian in that show. Oh, oh nice. Interesting. We literally started tweeting about Star Trek and Dungeons and Dragons, and then I hit him up. I was like, hey, you want to go on the show and talk about Star Trek and D&D? And he was like, hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> so we chatted with him cool. for like half an hour about like what cast members would be, like what characters would be in D&D on Star Trek and all that kind of stuff. So. It's a, per- cool. it's a pretty deep nerd dive, but if that's your jam, it's a fun interview. Hell nice. Yeah. All right, and they can check it out. You can check it out at geekinthecity.com. Yep, it's right there. Woo-hoo. Fantastic. All right, and David Walker tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah. Aaron, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you, buddy, and we've all, wow. we're all, you've done real good at, you know, keeping your wits about with you in uh, 2020. Yeah, it's all about noise-canceling headphones. That's there the secret, you go. everybody. That's that's <laughs> and, home, <laughs> and home brewing a little bit. Drinking and noise canceling headphones. That's exactly. It. Okay. No one can hear. No one can hear you cry when you're drunk. Just <laughs> can't even hear yourself. That's perfect. That's right. I'm fine. We're all fine. Everything's great. Everything's great. <laughs> awesome. Uh, send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate it greatly. Geekinthecity.com. Geek in the City Radio. Listen. Follow Aaron, and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode. We have. I don't know. Okay. Let's. We'll find out tomorrow. Well, it'll be an adventure for all of us. <laughs> it's an adventure. <laughs> uh, Funemploymentradio.com. You're listening to Funemploymentradio. Dot com. Thank okay. you. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Bye, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. <laughs>